All right, Lily, thanks for meeting with us today. I'm here with our, our intern, Mina, and Lily. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to see you again after, what, three years? Yeah, yeah, it's been a few years since, you, since we did the women's issue cover with you on it. Um, so yesterday was a big day in the Supreme Court. Um, they basically struck down this first attempt, let's say first attempt to, to get rid of DACA and just wondering how you're feeling about that. Uh, it's just, it was a sign of relief. You know, we, we lived or we lived so afraid and just so scared of like, what's going to happen tomorrow. And I'm not going to say I'm not scared anymore because I am, you know, it, um, it's that constant fear of someone being able to decide over your life and you like having no control over it. Um, it's upsetting. It's, I hate it, <laughs> honestly. Um, but, but, you know, just knowing that the Supreme Court has, uh, that we have their support is amazing. Um, and it makes you feel good. You know, it makes you feel that they care about, um, other people and um, especially minorities in this country. Yeah. So for those readers who didn't get a chance to read some of your story a few years back, um, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. Yes. So I am from Mexico. Um, I was born in Guadalajara. Uh, My parents brought me to the U.S. when I was, uh, I had just turned five and um, we crossed the border, we lived in California uh, till I was about seven or eight, and then uh, moved to Oregon. Um, and I mean, all I remember is just having a very rough uh, childhood, you know, having to hide my identity. I remember my parents always saying, you can't say you're from Mexico. Um, don't ever talk about your status. Don't, you know, it, these things, these norms that I had to follow without like really understanding like what's going on. Um, and then uh, in high school, uh, when I was 16, President Obama uh, signed the Dreamers Act for the uh, DACA, uh, and it just completely changed my life. Um, because I was able to get a driver's license, which uh, none of my family members were. And uh, I was also able to get a worker's permit and get my first job uh, through my uh, social security card and the uh, worker's permit. And um, I enrolled in school. um, And it was, I mean, it was still hard because of not being able to apply for federal financial aid and student loans. And it still is. I'm not going to tell you it's not a struggle. I'm about to transfer to OSU Cascades, getting my associates over the summer at COCC. So um, I'm a little scared, you know, just to to think, oh, my gosh, what if I don't have the money? Is it going to stop me due to not being able to apply for student loans? No financial aid. Like, what am I going to do? I'm very scared, but I'm, you know, I'm. I want to do this. I want to do this. This is my future. This is what I work for, and I'm really looking forward to it. Awesome. What are you getting? What are, What's your associates going to be in? Uh, pre-law. 
So what do you what does the future hold for you in terms of what do you, what are your plans and dreams? Um I would I would like to become an attorney one day. Um maybe go into political science and uh, you know be able to have a voice for minorities for people like me, you know, who don't who tend to have the stereotype of being a gardener, being a landscaper, you know, I want to tear down those, those barriers and say, Hey, look at this, you know, we can do so much more, but we are so oppressed that we come to even like convince ourselves that we can't do this. So I want to say, Hey, anyone is able to do whatever they want. All you have to do is like, believe in yourself. That's all you need. Um, and uh, for now, <laughs> for now, um, I'm really working hard on believing that myself, you know, it, it's difficult uh, with the president that we have at the White House at the moment. Um, you become to think that you're not enough. And like you, I kind of sometimes have to stop myself and say, hey, no one can stop from doing what's best for you and whatever you want. And the Supreme Court had our back yesterday, and it was amazing. Yeah. So some people have pointed out that that the ruling in the Supreme Court was um, done on a on an administrative rule that it was um, it was done you know based on a kind of a technicality. Um, so I know that not everybody feels entirely comforted by the ruling. What's your impression of what's next and um, what are you looking out for? So I'm definitely looking out for uh, Trump striking back. You know, like, I think that's what that's what's next for us. Not celebrate, but, like, being aware, like, oh, my gosh, you know, what's coming next? What is he going to do now? And it's just that uncertainty of, like, not knowing what he's capable of and what he's not. Um, I've been... I don't like to watch the news or anything like that, but, you know, within yesterday and today, that's all I've been doing, just checking, just, you know, making sure that he didn't change something throughout, you know, through the, throughout the night, I don't know, um, but, I mean, what I think is going to happen, you know, he's going to strike back, and it just, it, it scares me to think that he might, uh, have the White House again for another four years, um, just because, you know, in four years, all he's done, um, you know, with, with racism and, and all that has just uh, split up the country even more than it was. And it, it, it just, it's mind boggling, you know, that we, we let this happen. Um, but, but yeah, for now, I, I just, we're just waiting on, you know, him striking back. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, you know, you talked about you have this self-talk that you tell yourself, you know, mm-hmm. to give yourself, you know, a pep talk. Um, yeah. Here locally in Central Oregon, are there, are there other people or organizations that you listen to or that kind of offer that as well for you? You mean like a pep talk? Yeah, like, like who kind of keep you going, inspire you, you, support you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually part of um, a group called Emerge, and they are based in Salem, 
um, in Portland, uh, but we have like monthly meetings where um, they are all um, American, white Americans, and uh, they call themselves allies, and I see them as allies, um, and it makes me feel wanted in this, you know, like, it, they make me feel like I am needed in a country where I, I thought I wasn't for a very long time, and uh, that makes me feel good. I've also been um, part of the uh, Black Lives Matter protests and that just it makes you feel good it makes you feel like you're doing something and that you're speaking up and that even though people don't like it you have a voice for yourself and um especially as a my uh as a brown woman or a woman of color um so you know just stuff like that makes me feel good we also did we were handing out food boxes uh, now with the coronavirus pandemic, um, we made these boxes, food boxes, and we were handing them out. So just stuff like that. It's not only like pep talking myself into I'm worth it. It's more like my actions and what I do make me realize, okay, I'm doing something. I'm helping out. I deserve to be in this country and to be part of this community. Awesome. So um, inevitably, People are going to read these words that we're saying right now and hear them. What, what would you like younger, the younger people, next generation below you to, to know about, about perhaps their status and how they should feel about that and anything you want to say to that younger generation? You know, for, and now with that question, um, I was always scared and always ashamed well I don't want to say ashamed is a very strong word so I don't want to word it like that but I was always scared to to show people who I really was you know to bring in my culture to such a white community as Bend is you know you kind of want to blend in you don't want to show off and that's what my parents always taught me just to blend in and as soon as I turned 18 and um through COCC you know, going lobbying for driver's licenses for all that now, uh, you know, all immigrants are going to be able to apply for a driver's license, undocumented immigrants, you know, just stuff like that taught me like, hey, you're not supposed to be scared or, uh, you know, ashamed for, for being who you are. Like, I'm Mexican. Yes, I'm in a foreign country, but this country is my home. So what I would tell younger generations, don't ever be scared. See that as your strength, you know, that you bring diversity into wherever you go. You bring your diversity, your greatness, and your culture, which is beautiful. You know, cultures are beautiful. And um, just always speak up and speak your mind and always fight for what's right and what you believe in your heart will will benefit someone else. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Um, I want to say thank you um, to both of you. And uh, I'm, I'm just very happy 
Supreme Court, and I'm just asking everyone to just vote, just to vote, and you know, your opinion matters. Everyone's voice matters. I know we sometimes think that one vote isn't going to do much of a difference, but it is. And you know, if I could vote, and if all my 700 uh, peers. DACA recipients could vote. I did not doubt in my mind we would be the first ones in line. So just think about us who aren't able to have that type of voice, you know, to speak up. So yeah, just vote and Black Lives Matter. There we go. <laughs> Mina, do you want to ask anything before we go? Um, how has um, your culture affected um, your interests? you've had growing up um and how has it kind of affected your circle of like things you enjoy doing and um what mm-hmm. you kind of bring to that I well I think um it has always been uh difficult to kind of grow up in two different cultures because uh there are norms in the American culture and in the Hispanic culture so <sighs> Just having to like juggle between the two and um, just say, okay, this is culturally wrong in my culture, but this is acceptable in American culture. And just, you know, having to uh, kind of blend that into my life and learn like, like what, what's okay to do, what's not, what's expected of me, what's not. But, you know, I kind of learned not to care anymore and just do, you know, what I want. Um, just because if, if I keep worrying about like, is this right? Is this wrong? It just, it becomes just stressful for me. So, um, I always do try to do the right thing. So I think that I kind of, I'm building my own culture and my own, you know, way of being. Um, but it, it sure is a struggle. You know, it is a struggle for, um, for, um, just to come into a different culture, like just a completely different culture, but, you know, having your parents kind of pushing you to keep their tradition, keep their culture, but then also having to adapt to a totally different one. Um, It's a struggle, but it's beautiful because you get two different sides, you know, you get two different points of views and, and you can enjoy it. And especially if you blend those in, you know, it becomes, it becomes great. It becomes just something so significant. Yeah, I totally understand that. Um, I'm also bicultural. Um, my mom (laughs) is from Japan and my dad is white. Um, so yeah, I totally get where you're coming from and, um, Uh kind of the meshing of two cultures is just really interesting as you grow up, especially. It is. You learn (laughs) a lot more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you guys heard of that term third culture? I don't think so. So it's basically you guys' experience, your where you are you basically have created a third culture from those two that you were raised in. <clears throat> um, and that's what it kind of feels like, doesn't it? Definitely. Like we have our own culture. Definitely. Yeah. It's our unique yeah. Anything else you wanna ask, Nina? Um, I don't think so. This has been really interesting, though. Awesome. Well, Lily, thank you so much for spending some time with us, and um, congrats on maybe a you know a little bit of a um, feeling of relief for for the moment. 
Yes, yeah, it's, it, it definitely is, um, you know, a big sign of relief. And especially, you know, being in a limbo, you know, for the past six months, uh, thinking about that plan B, you know, like, I never thought I was going to have to even, like, consider the plan B. Um, but but now it's, it, it's out of my mind for a second. It wasn't, you know, about... Three days ago, I was just like, okay, I'm going to move to Mexico, and then I'll see where I move. Maybe I'll go to Canada. Maybe I'll go to Europe. You know, just thinking about silly stuff, but it's very significant in a way. Yeah. You know, it, it's my future. Well, I can't wait to see what you do um, as you head to OSU and beyond. It's exciting. Yes, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, both of you. Yeah, you as well. Have a great day, Lillian. Um, you too. Hope to see you, see you soon. Yes, thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.